and welcome to the first time ever to the House Divided Podcast. My name is Danny Hole, and with me, as always, is my roommate, Jordan Corbin. Hey. It's a really good introduction, and you should, uh, you should continue with that introduction forever. Well, this is kind of setting the stage for what I'm going to do in this podcast, which is have you talk, I chime in with just one word answers, <laughs> or I go on long rants about why you're stupid, but you know, you're yeah. definitely running this thing. Okay, so. cool. So that's fine. Okay. So what are we going to talk about first? Uh, I think we should talk about the NFL season since it's almost upon yeah, us. Yeah, boy! <laughs> fantasy drafts has been happening. Um, my team's fantasy draft and Jordan's. Like, third fantasy draft is happening on the 3rd of September. That is correct. Um, how many of these fantasy football leagues are you going to end up winning? Uh, all three, obviously. Um, or whatever one I get David Johnson in. Okay, so none of them, then, is what you're saying. Precisely. I've already lost my chance on two of them, oh, so I'm hoping on this last one I get David Johnson. All right, awesome. Well, let's talk about, uh, I think we should talk about the, the teams that we think are going to, like, come out of nowhere, so the kind of, like, the Dark Horse teams. Go top three Dark Horse teams. And then the top three flops of the NFL season. Teams, everyone's like, oh, they're going to be so good this year. But in reality, everyone knows that's not going to happen. Oh, like the Seahawks every year. No, stop it. Seahawks. Okay, so dark horse teams I have first is the Titans, obviously. My boy Marcus Mariota. Me, my boy Marcus Mariota. University of Oregon, baby. Yeah. Um, (laughs) they They got receivers. They got Corey Davis. They got Eric Decker, mm-hmm. you know, they got Delaney Walker, Richard Matthews, and then they got a solid running game. Their defense leaves a lot to be desired, but in the AFC South, you don't even need to be good to win <laughs> because the Texans proved that with Brock Osweiler, <laughs> who is literal just flaming garbage. He got released by the Browns today. The Browns. I could make the Browns roster. I could start on the Browns roster. If you started on the Browns roster, what would your position be? Kicker. I'm not about to do anything. I'm not about to... If I step on the field with full-size pads, my body would break down. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta get those kicker's pads. Alright, next team I have um, is the Dolphins. The Dolphins are gonna be a dark horse team. Yeah, they're gonna be better than everybody expected. Because, I mean, they, they made it to the playoffs last year, and I think they're just gonna improve on that. I think Jay Cutler with um, I can't uh, think of the coach's name that he had, but he had him in Chicago when they went to the NFC Championship. And I just think that he may have a resurgent year. They got a great receiving core. They got Kenny Stills, Jarvis Landry. They got a good running back in Jay Ajayi. Defense is solid, especially up front. Um, and, I mean, obviously they're not going to win the division with the Patriots, but I think they could, they could, they could make some noise in the playoffs. Okay. They could get that first wild card spot possibly upset whatever team gets second behind the Patriots. That's fair. That's fair. Jay Cutler is a big hit or miss for me kind of guy. Oh, because, yeah, like, I mean for everyone in reality. But, like, he did show that he has some potential. So I mean, He's got an arm. He just doesn't have... Uh, IQ. IQ. <laughs> any sort of leadership skill. Speed. <laughs> he's like Carson Palmer, but if he was, like, Dumb. clinically depressed... <laughs> Carson Palmer is clinically depressed. Nah, man. <laughs> Only last year. <laughs> and the year before. Only every year that he wasn't on the Cardinals. <laughs> All right. Uh, third team, who you got? Cardinals. <laughs> wow, what a surprise. What do you think the Cardinals? Well, dude, the Cardinals, they got, they got skill positions out the wazoo. So what you're saying we is got... they have Larry Fitzgerald and David Johnson. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald, 
great wide receiver, always consistent, consistently gets you 100 receptions, 1,000 yards. We got David Johnson, the best running back in the league, especially dual threat. We got a defense that ranked second in the league last year. Have you done anything to add on to that defense this year? I haven't been following Cardinals football for obvious reasons. I mean, we have. Tyron Matthews coming back from injury. That's the good. Honey Badger. Yep. Um, hopefully, Justin Bethel has another year being opposite Patrick Peterson, which is one of the most important positions because obviously no quarterback's going to throw to Patrick Peterson. So Except for Russell Wilson. Well, that's why you guys <laughs> lost to us last year. Yep. You never beat us. You only tied us. Um, Let's <laughs> not talk about that game, okay? Yeah, that was the most everyone. depressing <laughs> game I've ever seen, watched, or been to. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, we added uh, Hassan Reddick, Buda Baker. We got speed on the defense. Okay. I think I think we're going to be – I think we're going to make the playoffs. I, I think, think we can go – 11 and 5 or 12 and 4. Mm. And when the Seahawks go 4 and, you know, 12, wow. most likely actually going 12 and 4, and we probably go 11 and 5, and we get that wild card spot, if I'm being honest. But I think we can make the playoffs. Anyway. If um, you haven't noticed already on this podcast, there will be much bias uh, for small market teams, including the Portland Trailblazers, Phoenix Suns, the uh, Seattle Seahawks, Arizona Cardinals, which are really small market teams, but uh, they're not the biggest market teams. Think well, about it. I mean, the Suns and the Blazers are small market oh, teams, yeah. but I mean, there's no such thing as a small market team in football except for like the Jaguars. <laughs> like it's football. Every team has like so much money, and everybody <laughs> watches all the games except for Jacksonville. Um, and obviously Diamondbacks, but you know Danny doesn't care about baseball, and frankly, I don't think anybody listening to any sports or exists on the planet cares about baseball, so we'll try not to talk okay. about the Diamondbacks. Sounds fun. But they're going to the playoffs! Okay, whatever you say. Alright, uh, so that was our... I, I agree with that list, except for the Cardinals. I don't think they're a dark horse team. I think they're going to do exactly what we expect them to do. Which, which is what be 11-5 and five and get a wild card spot in the playoffs. I don't think a lot of people expect them to go 11-5. and five. I think a lot of people expect them to go around 8-8. Eight and eight. But, mm, I mean... I mean, we'll see. I, I've seen them play. I've seen David Johnson live. I know they can make some noise. Oh so. yeah, definitely. All right, and then three teams that we think are going to be worse than expected. So I'll let you kind of take the lead on that right. one. So number one, uh, I'm going to get probably a lot of backfire for saying this, but I think the Patriots aren't going to be as good as we expect them going into the next year. Yes, they got Rob Gronkowski back from injury. That's huge. Um, but guess who's on the cover of Madden this year, Jordan? Ah, yes. Thomas Brady. <laughs> Thomas Brady. <laughs> uh, guess who got who's on the cover of Madden last year? Ah, yes. Robinson Gronkowski. <laughs> and guess who was injured last year? Probably Rob Gronkowski. Exactly. So my thought is, if you're on the cover of Madden, you're just going to have a sucky year, and that's just how it goes. It's happened with every Madden cover ever, um, and so we'll just see what happens. If he doesn't get injured, I will be very surprised. But I don't think the Patriots are winning the Super Bowl th- next year, even though Tom wow. Brady, if he, does get, uh, if he doesn't get injured, he's going to have an amazing year. They're obviously going to make the playoffs. They're going to go all the way. I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl this year. Who do you think will win the Super Or do you think they make it to the Super Bowl? Mm, out of the East? The probably. East? Even the AFC? Yeah, the AFC. Sorry, I'm thinking basketball terms, Eastern Conference, West Conference. Out of the AFC, they're making the Super Bowl. I okay. I don't and really see any other team that really has a chance to make the Super Bowl. No, some people would think the Steelers. No, nope. that's who is next on our list, the Steelers. Jordan, why don't you tell them why you don't think the Steelers are going to be as good? Oh, uh, the Steelers... You know, I, I actually, I've, ne- I've never believed in the Steelers. Frankly, ever since 2008 where they beat the Cardinals in the Super Bowl. I hated them with, oh my God. But no in bias all honesty, on this podcast. In though. all honesty, though, Big Ben, he's kind of on the downturn. He's I agree. definitely in like the back end of his career. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just don't have the defense that can hold up, you know, 
hold out against like teams like the Patriots who have like 15 weapons on offense, Tom Brady. So I just honestly, I don't think that they're going to, I think they will probably win in the AFC North, I think is their division, because I just don't think the Ravens, Bengals, or Browns are actually that good. It's basically a team of, or a division of all eight and eight teams. The Browns and the Steelers get like 10 and six. Yep. They get out in the first round. Totally makes sense. And finally, the last team that we don't think is going to be as good as everyone thinks they're going to be. Well, you don't think. I don't I think. I disagree with this, but I let you have one. So I think the Raiders aren't going to do as well as everyone thinks they're going to do. And here's why. I have a couple reasons why, okay? Derek Carr, yes, has an amazing season. He has a great arm, and he's a very smart QB. But he's also had some really, really bad seasons, and he hasn't really proved himself over multiple seasons yet, to me, at least. Um, second reason everyone thinks the Raiders are going to be amazing is Marshawn Lynch. And don't get me wrong, literally I've fought Jordan multiple times on who's a better running back, Marshawn Lynch or David Johnson. I will continue to fight to the bitter end that Marshawn Lynch in his prime was the better running back. However, Marshawn Lynch is how old now? 31? Yeah, 31. That is really old to be a running back in any league. Oh, 100%. He's also not in the best shape of his life. He just came out of retirement. Mm -hmm. It's not like he's been working. We saw those videos of him uh, retiring and like going on trips and stuff. And yes, he's putting in a lot of work at camp and he looks pretty good. He's definitely going to be a decent running back in the league. Definitely a decent fantasy running back for sure. But I don't think he's going to have as big as an impact as everyone thinks he's going to have on the Raiders. So this is why I disagree with you. Raiders have one of the best offensive lines in the league, which is incredibly important for a running game. And Marshawn Lynch did all of his damage in Seattle with the worst (laughs) offensive line that I have ever seen. I've never seen an offensive line that caused their quarterback to trip into the end zone, causing a fumble, until Seattle did it. And he still was just a monster. And I think that he doesn't need to be the exact same beast mode in order to be better than their running back situation last year. I can agree with that. And their defense is not great. Is not great in the secondary. Who else is in the division, though? Look at that. I know. They got the Broncos. Who, who have a great defense. Great defense, but I, I, quarterback's so important in the NFL. And when Trevor Simeon's your quarterback, you, you can't do that much damage. That's like, true. your defense can only carry you so far. Speaking of defense only like carrying you so far, though, Seattle had one of the worst offensive lines, but their defense was amazing. Oh, I know, but you guys still have Russell Wilson, who I'll be the first to admit is actually underrated as a quarterback. Seen, I've, I've seen Russell Wilson play live, and I've seen him on TV. I watch him a lot. He is so accurate on the move. It's insane. And I hate how he, like, all of his throws are just, like, stupid lobs. None of them go, like, above... Five miles an hour, and they all just, like, hit right in the little pocket. <laughs> it pisses me off a lot. But, so, and then the Chiefs, they're, like, the, they're the opposite yeah. of the Raiders. They're all defense, no offense. If they get a quarterback, I'll, I'd obviously take the Chiefs. But Alex Smith is still just, he's too, he plays it too safe for how, much wep- how many weapons they now have on offense, especially with, like, Tyreek Hill <laughs> and Travis Kelsey. Um, all the I'm- Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> I actually think they're going to be decent this year. I bet they'll be 8-8. Eight and eight. That's what Still I was thinking. they got Phillip Rivers, and they got... Um, gosh, who else do they have? They have Joey Bosa yeah. on the line. I mean, they're good. They're fine. They have a good quarterback. If you have a good quarterback, you're going to... You here's, here's my thought. I think most people think the Raiders are going to probably make a wild card spot, and I just wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. Oh, wow. I expect most people would think they would win division. You would expect them to not make the, or you would just make the wild card. You would see all I'm saying, at all. all I'm saying is, it wouldn't surprise me if they didn't make the playoffs. I'm not saying they won't make the playoffs. I think they'll most likely be a wild card team, 
but it would not surprise me if they didn't make the playoffs this year. Next year, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been the second seed in the AFC again this year. But, okay, yeah. that's fair. All right, next topic. Let's move on. Next topic we're going to touch on, because everyone with the sports podcast ever is going to touch on the subject, because it's a pretty big trade that went through, uh, Kyrie Irving-Isaiah Thomas trade. Um, it's been a big, long roller coaster with this trade. Some people weren't sure if it was going to go through because of Isaiah Thomas's hip injury. Um, I, for one, thought I knew exactly what was going to happen, and it did. Um, kind of sooner of a pick than I thought it was going to be, though. Um, the second round pick that the Cavs ended up getting, in addition to everyone else that they were trading... Uh, to the Celtics, uh, the 2020 second round pick. So next year's pick, I thought it would be like a 21, maybe a 22 pick. But, I mean, who uh, cares? It's a second round it's pick. It's a second round pick. It's a second round pick of the Celtics, who in 2020 will still have Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. So, yeah. and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. So it'll be the second round pick of the, it'll be the 58th pick in the draft. <laughs> so it's really just a worthless pick. I don't know why the Cavs were. Cavs are just trying to squeeze him for all they had, honestly. Like, I would do the same thing if I was in a position where I had Kyrie Irving and the Celtics really, really wanted it. I would try to get everything I could, and they did. Yeah. I don't know. I think the Cavs... Cavs had more leverage than they could... They could have gotten something else. I think they could have gotten a future first-round pick. And the reason I think that is because at that point, you know, you've already kind of betrayed Isaiah Thomas. So if you, you renege on the deal, Isaiah's kind of pissed at the organization... All the fans were, like, so happy. They're like, oh, my gosh, we finally got a superstar with all of our assets. Let's go win this thing. So all your fans, if the trade didn't go through, would be mad at the organization. So at that point, their backs were against the wall, and Cleveland could have been like, hey, we're not even going to deal him to you then. Just give us a first-round pick because he's injured. And did you see there was a report that he might be out till the All-Star break? Yeah, and I don't believe that report. He himself said that he would be back and the same player, which... Honestly, with a hip injury like that, he probably won't be the exact same player. Yeah, like, he's a really tough guy, but there's no way he's going to be out for six months. Yeah. Zero chance. I don't know. Um, so that's enough on that topic because everyone knows what happened with that. Well, no, no, no. Who do you think won the trade? <sighs> no one won the trade. It's a wash? I think it's a wash, and here's why. Celtics are automatically going to be the, team, the better team right away. They have Kyrie Irving, probably the best point guard in the league right now. In the NBA? Not even close. You got Westbrook, Steph, Harden is kind of a shooting guard now that Chris Paul came in. Here's the here's the reason Kyrie Irving is the best point guard. Chris Paul is better than no. Chris Paul is not better than Kyrie Irving. Here's why. Handles every NBA player ever says Kyrie Irving has the best handles in the NBA. Secondly, scoring. He's one of the he was still one of the major scoring options in Cleveland, even though LeBron was on the team. He took as many, if not more, shots than LeBron per game. Thirdly, he has really good defense for a point guard. He doesn't though. He's he's a below average defender. For what a point guard? No, just in general, he's a below average defender. Do you know who's a below average (laughs) defender in general for most teams? They're point guard because he's undersized compared to someone else. Well, no, but they're guarding other point guards. All like I'm Chris saying... Chris Paul is like an elite point guard defender. defender. yes, but can he score as well as Kyrie Irving? Does he have as good as handles as Kyrie Irving? I don't think so. Yeah, but he can facilitate an offense better than Kyrie Irving. See, I don't think so about that either. But that this is all this is all opinion at this point. Yeah, I think that... Well, the show's not going to be about freaking objectiveness. <laughs> We're going to be subjective, and I'm going to say my point, my point, that Kyrie Irving's... A top five point guard in the league. You wouldn't Probably even put him top four. three? No, because he got the, the point guards in the league today are so good. You think Russell Westbrook's defense is better than Kyrie's? No, but I think he's a better player than Kyrie. I don't. I, I actually I don't like Russell Westbrook. I think his game is very ball dominant. 
But I do still think he's better. Like, I think if you put Kyrie Irving in Russell Westbrook's situation last year, mm-hmm. the Thunder don't make the playoffs. I don't know if I agree with that. I guess we'll find out with the Celtics this year because that's kind of what's happening. I mean, obviously well, they have Gordon Hayward, who's an elite small forward, and they have other elite players on the team. Yeah, they got Al Horford, and they got Jason Tatum, and they got Jalen Brown. And, you know, both of them obviously need to pan out quick, sooner rather than later if they're going to sure. try to challenge the Cavs, which I think they can if everything goes right. I think they might actually make the finals and then, you know, get swept by the Warriors. But, you know, because that's <laughs> going to happen to everybody. But uh, everybody's playing for second. Can Warriors we can are... we agree though that overall over the next five years the situation this trade is going to be a wash? I think both teams will have won because I think the Cavs did the right thing in waving the white flag. They were like, "There's no way LeBron's staying." Yeah, you know, we might as well just try to start getting picks and preparing for the future because they don't want to end up like they were last time when LeBron left. And they were the worst team in the league, and they got and they lucked into three first overall picks, and then lucked into the fact that even though one of them didn't work out, one of them became Kyrie Irving. So yeah, and they got to trade one for Kevin Love. Yeah, a lot of people disagree with the fact that we think this is a wash, um, but I don't, because Isaiah Thomas is older, injured, still great player, great guy. It's going to be really good for the Cavs team these next couple of years, but as soon as LeBron leaves, it's over. Basically, I- they're rebuilding. I don't know if Isaiah Thomas is going to re-sign with the Cavs. I'm going to be honest. I don't either. I'm just saying, these next couple of years are going to be good for him in Cleveland. He's going to be helpful to that team. I thought, isn't this his contract year? I thought this is his last year on his deal. I might be wrong. We don't, we do, don't any do any research. research. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys aren't here for research. You're here for biased opinions. <laughs> and by being here, nobody's listening. Exactly. Except for the one person that I'm making listen. Me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, next topic, we're going to talk about... Oh, Nike jerseys. Oh, let's talk about how amazing it is that Nike finally took over the jerseys for Adidas. Yeah, they look so much better. Not Minus only, a couple, but... We'll talk about that for a little bit. First of all, top three improvements to the jerseys. Can we all agree number one is definitely the Pacers? Because the Pacers oh. jerseys are just so good. Pacers jerseys are really good. They're at least... They're unique. They got the... The, the Indiana racing stripes on the side. They say Indiana and Pacers. I mean... Maybe they won't look as good, like, on the court. Maybe the text could be too small, but, you know, from the, from the video and from what I've seen, they look like the biggest improvement, at least. Okay. From a boring Pacers uniform before to at least something unique. Because I love uniqueness. Yes. And it I just think, reminds I me most of... most people do. Unless you're, like, the Celtics or the Lakers. With tradition. Yeah. yeah. Or, like, the, Pacers, the Bulls. Yeah, the Pacers don't really have, like, a really built-in tradition for, like, jerseys. Or not even like or basketball, like yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's it's a basketball state, you know, in that like Indiana Hoosiers, mm-hmm. obviously, Indiana State Sycamores, Larry Bird's team, <laughs> you know. Um, but as far as professional, yeah, they don't have as much history as you know Bulls, Celtics. So Lakers, it was a re- very good rebranding for them. Oh yeah. Uh, one of the worst jerseys that got redesigned though. Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, those are so bad. They had such a great opportunity. They rebranded their logo. They came out with a pretty good logo, some colors that could be really interesting on a jersey. And what do they do? Make the most boring jerseys in yeah. the NBA. I mean, I I feel like I'm going back on what I said before because I said I like uniqueness, and these jerseys are unique, but they're also really ugly, and they <laughs> look like track suits. They do. Like the stripe on top, 
Like, why do they have a stripe below T-Wolves? Does it say Wolves? It says or? Wolves. It doesn't even say Timberwolves or T-Wolves. It just says Wolves. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what they had before. But, yeah. I, I, I mean, I think they, if they're going to have everything just branded Wolves, just change your name to Wolves. Also, why didn't they just go back to the best Timberwolf jerseys ever and just build off of those? And by the best Timberwolves jerseys ever, obviously I'm talking about the ones with Kevin Love's team. No, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett's team. I'm sorry. Not Kevin Love. But the, the navy blue ones yeah. and, the, and the lime green stripes. and Yeah, just... they, weren't, they weren't stripes. They're trees. I did not even realize yeah, that. Yeah, they're, they're like pine trees. That's so much cooler than I thought it was. They're, right. temp- they're timber trees. Obviously. Anyway, point um, is, these jerseys are terrible. They're so bad. But, I mean, there's been leaks that they have, like, the green one mm-hmm. with, like, black stripes. But it still doesn't look good because just the design. Yeah. You know? So. They should have done something with the fact that, I don't know, they're wolves. Like, everything else <laughs> in their entire... Like, everything in their history has kind of been, you know, sharp edges, you know, like a wolf's fur-ish mm-hmm. thing. And then this is like, huh, let's do horizontal lines? <laughs> oh, yeah, that'll show them. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't like them at all. all um, right. Who would you say had another one of the best, like, remodels to their jersey? Um, gosh... Probably, if I'm being honest, I, I really liked Portland's. Me I just too. think, I don't think, you know, they didn't do much to change it. But again, theirs is almost like the Celtics-Lakers in that you can't get rid of the the streak, whatever you it's, call that. It's just a stripe. Three a stripe. stripes. Yeah, three stripes. <laughs> you can't get rid of that. And uh, just the updated word mark looks better. It's not 3D. And we're keeping and our fingers italicized. crossed for a black Rip City jersey because oh, that yeah. would just be the best. Yeah, but Rip City jersey as an alternate will be good. Um. Obviously, I'm gonna eventually have to talk about the Suns ones. Yeah, I go think for the, it. The, I think they did a good job. They did a good job. They didn't do like the best they could do. I was a huge fan of their old ones, especially their old purple ones with the, uh, the kind of pseudo streak that didn't have the sun. <laughs> Took you a long time to say the word streak. <laughs> yeah, uh, it didn't have the sun burst, obviously, but it had the lines, and then it used the uh, negative space to kind of where you could fill in the ball, and instead mm-hmm. it had the number. Uh, the white ones I never liked because I'm a huge fan of the sun's purple. I think that purple should be our primary color, not orange. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you know orange as an accent color with purple looks really good, but having a white and orange jersey, I didn't love. Uh, so I, I like our new white ones better, that's for sure, uh, because they just have more purple. But I don't think I like our purple ones better than our old ones, except for piping. I like the piping on the, the collar and on the sleeves. But other than that, I think they did, you know, I, I'd call it a... I call it a wash, old and new. Um, who had another really bad jersey? I'm trying to think of all these jerseys. It was a long time since these jerseys came out, and we had a big discussion as soon as they came out, and I just can't remember. Uh, the Nuggets. I don't like oh, what the Nuggets right. did. Yeah. Powder Blue is, is... I didn't think it had like fully run its course. I really liked that. I think that a lot of teams have navy blue mm-hmm. as like their primary color, like the Timberwolves now, and yeah. Jazz, and Didn't now we, the... What wasn't, the, wasn't the big discussion that the Nuggets seemed to borrow a lot of ideas from the Pacers' old jerseys? It wasn't that the, the major thing that was going on? I don't remember that, but... I think so. No. I could be wrong. You know, this show isn't obviously structured yet, so... No, not even a little bit. But, yeah, I think the... Yeah, I think there's the removal of the powder blue almost entirely. They have it in a little bit in the on the side striping and they have it a little bit on the name but I think they could have done something better with powder blue as their primary with yellow because powder blue and yellow kind of pop more than yeah. navy blue and I yellow agree. like they look they look like the jazz mm-hmm. essentially which mm-hmm. I don't like I, you know the jazz also had downgrade in their jerseys mm-hmm. you know they just made it really big yellow stripes 
on their jerseys, and they, they look terrible. Um, Another, uh, you said that you thought the Clippers made a really good improvement on their jersey. Oh, yeah. I didn't I really mean, disagree. I didn't disagree, I just didn't think it was a major. It was a major improvement because of how bad they were. Like, yeah, the jerseys their jerseys were so Their jerseys bad. are very <laughs> middle of the pack, you know, uh, a C jersey, but before they were like, an F minus, <laughs> like those red that ones. logo that they unveiled with Blake Griffin oh was the gosh. worst logo I've ever seen for a team. Yeah, it's it was garbage. Um, this somehow made black jerseys look bad. And then <laughs> at least they changed from red to blue. The blues look good. The whites look good. You Reds know. are. Yeah. Did you see the red ones? They were on, they, it was on the rookies. Oh, I haven't seen that. They look as about the same as their old red ones. They just have less like stupid design on them, so they look a little bit better. All right. That's good. Anyway. Um, let's see. Any other really good ones? Really good improvements? I'm trying to think, and I honestly, I feel like most teams kind of stayed with their old tradition. Like mm-hmm. Celtics, Lakers looked exactly the same. Yeah. There's not going to be much changes there. The Cavs literally changed almost nothing except for the fact they put a... Uh, they're, they're one of the only teams to have advertisements on their jerseys. Did you see that? Yeah. I mean, a lot of teams added ads, but I think they, they, they changed a lot more than they add. They have a new word mark. And yeah, everything but and like, their new red. It's, it, the it, new word mark is not that new looking. It looks about the same as it did last time. I would I would disagree. I think it looks substantially different, but I don't think that they look great either. No. They're again very middle of the pack. I don't think not a ton of jerseys stood out to me. Like just a, just a few. I think Portland made it really good strides. I think the Phoenix ones look better than their freaking orange ones that they came out with last year. They're just terrible. Oh. Or the gray and orange ones with the sleeves. Those yeah. are just the worst. Oh, yeah. Well, no more sleeves. That's the number one biggest thing. Uh, every team. No more sleeves. And you know LeBron had everything to do with that because Nike still has access to his shoes. So he said, I'm going to switch to Adidas unless you don't put jerseys on all the, all the sleeves. <laughs> don't put sleeves on all the jerseys. Oh, yeah. Which is good. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Like the like I said, the jerseys were kind of like super hyped up and they all almost did the same. Yeah, maybe, hopefully the alternates. Ooh. I'm really excited to see the alternates. I'm also really excited that you don't have to be, like, white for home. I think that's going to be really cool. Oh, yeah, that'll be nice. I, I want teams to, I want most teams to wear color at home, like they do for football. Because I think it'll, I don't know, because, like, fans don't want to wear white no. when they're there. They want to wear the team's colors. Exactly. So you want the team to be wearing the same color as the fans, and it creates, like, this unity, you know? Because, yeah. like, because then the other team's not representing their color. They're like, uh, we're wearing white. I guess we're the... <laughs> Bad guys. Like, I don't know. But, um, yeah. Cool. I think that's pretty much it for the jerseys. Sounds good. All right. We're going to move on. Uh, we are almost out of time. So we're going to move on to our next topic and our last topic for this podcast, um, which is what we thought were the best summer movies. Actually, yeah. just the best movies in 2017. There's yeah, we'll just go movies. through 2017. Let's do Probably top five, top five best and then top three or five that we thought were just terrible. I'm just going to go through a list that I have here. Just tell me, you know, A, if you saw it, and then B, what you thought. Because Spider-Man Homecoming... Saw it. I thought it was very good. I didn't think it was as good as a lot of people said, but you disagree with me on that. You told me that was one of the best movies you've seen this year. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm biased. I love Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, who Uh, doesn't? I mean... Like, don't get me wrong. I love the movie. I thought it was much better than most of the Amazing Spider-Man movies that came out. Yeah, that's Um, true. And they were better. It was better than... At least the third Sam Raimi Spider Man. It's I, hard to compare it because this one's so much more of like a comedy. Yeah. And it's just, it, it, it's 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 almost unfair to compare it because yeah. of how different this movie is from the Amazing Spider Man and the other 
early 2000s ones. Yeah, like, exactly. early 2000s and Amazing Spider-Man, they felt so much alike. Like, mm-hmm. they they tried to, like, copy, or the Amazing Spider-Man tried to copy the early 2000s ones. So it's fair to compare them, and the Amazing Spider-Mans are so much worse than those, so, you know, there's yeah. no comparison. Um, so if I had to give that one a grade, I'd probably say, like, A-. minus. A minus? I'd give it a... Yeah, I'd give it an A minus. Yeah. A... Yeah, A minus. Wonder Woman. I didn't I, see it. You didn't see Wonder Woman? No. It was um, not as good as everybody said because everybody was so hyped that it was, like, finally a good DC movie. Which is super important for DC because all of their movies are terrible. They are. Um, but overall, like, it was it was okay. It was a B, B plus. Okay, that's pretty good. DC uses, like, a C. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> So, big improvement. And the fact that it was, like, a, a female lead superhero was a huge deal. Like, it was a huge deal for... I don't know if there's ever been, like, an actual, like, lead... I mean, there has, but it was, like, early 90s when superhero movies were still jokes. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, But, so, yeah, this is the first one that, at least, I mean, that's been good or that I've seen. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Um, Dunkirk. I you still have not it? seen Dunkirk. Dunkirk was good. It was a little confusing. You have to understand... You have to eventually, like... At some point, something's going to click in your mind. You're going to realize something about this movie that kind of makes everything connect a little mm-hmm. bit better. Um, but if you don't make that connection at any point in the movie, you're going to be like, that movie just went right over my head. I didn't understand it. So I thought it was very good. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy well, you didn't 2. didn't rate it. Um, B+. Plus. B+. Plus, okay, so same as one. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Did see this one. Um, super funny. Super good. Um, it felt like a lot of times I felt like they were trying really hard to make you laugh. Um, and a lot of the times, like, the jokes landed, but sometimes it was just kind of, like, an awkward... Yeah. Like, they were trying really hard. So definitely not as good as the first one, but, like, you no, know, I no sequel. Disagree with you. you think it's better than the first one? I think... You know, here's my problem. I think it was better than the first one, but because the first one's the first one, the second one's going to be less memorable. That, that's fair. But I do think it was better because... In my mind, this movie, I go in it expecting laughs, mm-hmm. you know? And that movie, it made me laugh more. Even even though I knew what I was expecting. The first one, I had no idea. Yeah. This one, I knew, and I was dying. Like, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure at one point I was crying in the theater. I was laughing so hard. So, I really liked that movie. I thought it was an A. I would give it a solid A-. minus. I think it wouldn't have been as good, but, like, the plot twist that I ultimately kind of saw coming, but, like, was still kind of a shock oh, to me. Yeah. Um was really good and then like alright the movie came out like six months ago you don't have to say the plot okay well spoiler alert uh his his dad killed his mom with a tumor in his dad's planet also (laughs) the the what's his name the blue guy Yondu 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 so basically he raised Peter Quill and uh there's a really sad moment where Yondu ends up spoiler alert again he ends up dying um and it was really like touching like it was really good it was done really well the music was really good and uh so yeah A minus I think the first one was probably better for me just because I wasn't expecting it to be very good, and it was just amazing. Yeah. So, uh, did you see War for the Planet of the Apes? I did. I really liked that movie. That was good too. I think I would we give need it to get an to a. the bad movies because we're giving everything. I a's know. Well, and all these like I honestly didn't see that many bad movies this year. War for the Planet of the Apes was very good. It did, it made me forget that I was watching all CGI characters. That's true. Which was insane. Like I've never had a movie that I've been like for. I just forget. Yeah, it was very, very well. It immersed you in the world very well by making it look realistic, yeah. I'd say at least. And then the characters were actually characters and they had personalities and they weren't just yeah. monkeys. Because that'd be no fun. Um, are we doing summer or are we doing 2017? Let's just do 2017. Logan, obviously, very oh, good. So good. That was one of my favorite movies of this year. Yeah, that was. Super I would good. give that probably an A. It oh, was yeah, just I'd give that an A. Plus. It was the. Honestly, it was one of the only. Um, 
uh, X-Men movies that I, like, really, really, really enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never really enjoyed an X-Men movie until Logan. Oh, yeah. None of them have been that memorable for me. Um, let's see. Did you see... Did you see The Nut Job 2? Nutty, of course I Nutty did. by Nature? <laughs> of course I saw that movie. No, I didn't <laughs> Dude, see that too. movie. I saw it three times. No, you didn't. Paid full price. Did you, IMAX. Did you actually see it? No, I did not. Okay. Well, let's just give it a D because that's what it's going to be. <laughs> D. <laughs> the Nut Job. Yeah, <laughs> D. All right. Um, we might have to crop that out. Okay. Get Out. Did you ever see it? Uh, get Out. No, I didn't. The one you saw it though, casual right? Casual racism. Yeah, yeah. I know what it's about, but I didn't see it. How did you like it? It was good. Really good. It was good. It was B. Okay. I, I don't. I mean, here's the problem. Rotten Tomatoes has this whole ninety nine hundred percent. And to be fair, I I've never been a huge fan of horror movies, and I don't know if it qualifies as a horror or thriller. But um, I mean, it was good. Okay. The fact that I liked it means that it was probably great because every other horror movie I'd be like F. F, F, um, did you watch it all? No, I left after the first five minutes because the ghost went, ah! <laughs> just book it out of the theater, so. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. I did not see I had Dead no interest. Tell no tales. No interest. In Saw it opening weekend. Uh, let's see. It was a very C movie. It was, was it better than the, the Pirates of the Caribbean with the mermaid? <laughs> On Stranger that, Time. That was the worst movie I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, it was better. It, okay. was, it was harmless. Okay. Um, did you see The Mummy with no. Tom Cruise? Did you see The Mummy? I did not. Okay, we'll skip that one. Beauty and the Beast. I didn't see that. You didn't? No. I didn't like it. Well, I'm sure. I like, like Beauty and the Beast, the animated movie. Yeah. And I'm not, I just didn't like this. And I, I'm trying not to compare the two. I just, singing was way too auto-tuned. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, I hate movies like that, too. So Let's talk about the best movie that came out in 2017. King Arthur. Legend no. Of the Swords. <laughs> No, the best movie that came out in 2017. Valerian right? in the City of a Thousand Planets. <laughs> Baby Driver. Despicable Baby- <laughs> Me 3. <laughs> you know, no, no, yeah. Baby Driver was the best movie of 2017 for me. And for a lot of people, I would still pay full price to see that movie again. No, oh, 100%. I've seen it twice already. I, I saw it once. I wish I would I could see it again in theaters. Because it's a, it's a theater experience, which I love. I love movies that are theater experiences. Like, and I just mean like, you know, yeah, no. it's got the music, it's exactly. got the sound, it's got the spectrum, you know, and it's got great visuals. So mm-hmm. those movies I obviously, I try to see in theaters as opposed to movies that are more drama and subdued and more character, mm-hmm. you know, movies where I can, I don't have to pay full price exactly. and I can still get the whole movie experience. But no, that movie was fantastic. See, um, the reason I was surprised by this movie is like, for me, I've never been a huge fan of like Fast and Furious movies, like car racing movies, stuff like that. I've never been a huge fan just because... Like, all of the racing scenes just look so unrealistic to me. Mm-hmm. And, like, the camera shots are usually just the cars racing by and then the guy in the driver's seat yeah. and the car <laughs> racing by. This movie, one, look over. <laughs> had amazing music that made me, like, like think back to when I first saw Guardians of the Galaxy for the first time. I just love mm. the music. Yeah. Secondly, the sh- camera shots were just so, like, well done. Like, the director directed the crap out of this movie. Like, it was so good. And, like... Yeah. Um, thirdly, all of the car chase scenes, I don't know if you knew this, but all the car chase scenes were real, like, car chase scenes. None of it was CGI'd. It was all real, and that's just friggin' awesome. Yeah. Um, and, like, the characters were really believable. Uh, the guy who plays the main character in Baby Driver is from Fault in Our Stars, and obviously I saw that movie once. 
Hated it. You cried. I know you cried. <laughs> Did not I cry. I know you cried. Hated that movie. I hate all dramatic movies. So when I saw that he was the lead actor, I was like, there's no way that he can go from doing this dramatic, like, really sappy role to this, uh-huh. like, super stonewalled character who, like, just doesn't talk. And But he did the amazing job. Amazing job. I was actually... I, I worked at a movie theater for a couple of years, and I was, I was working there when The Fault in Our Stars came out. And it was so funny because you have to, like, smile, and you have to say, thanks for coming. Like... Hope you enjoy their movie. You can just say you can say whatever you want, but you know you gotta make sure to smile. And everybody's walking out of that movie like <laughs> crying, like they're holding like tissues, and I'm up there with like this creepy smile, like thanks for coming. <laughs> like I don't care that you're crying. <laughs> like uh, it was, you know, it was it was super funny and also slightly awkward. Um, any other movies? Cars three. Did you ever see Cars three? No, I did not see Cars three. Is it out? Yeah, it's out. Oh, well, I don't really have any interest in seeing it because I know exactly what's going to happen in this movie because it's a Cars movie. Yeah. Actually, Lightning McQueen doesn't win. (gasps) Spoiler alert. How dare you say that? No one knew. Just saying. Um, See, did you see Transformers? No. Let's skip that one. (laughs) I did. F. Um, (laughs) I'm just saying. It was... Garbage. You saw Power Rangers. I, I did see did. Power Rangers. I didn't see Power okay, Rangers. Okay, so here's the deal about Power Rangers. It's terrible. I went in with terrible expectations. I was expecting to laugh so much at how bad the movie was, and I didn't. Like, there was actually points in the movie where I got interested in the plot. It was very silly, don't get me wrong, um, but I think it was mostly trying to be silly with a little bit of seriousness. Uh, I definitely was like a maybe a B-minus movie. If I saw it again, I'd probably not like it nearly as much. But just going in with those really low expectations and getting a pretty decent movie was really nice. So. Yeah. I mean, again, I never saw it, so. But, uh, cool. So, I think we're going to start wrapping it up here pretty much. Uh, Really excited for the fantasy draft on September 3rd. We'll let you guys know how that goes. Uh, We're going to aim to put out these uh, podcasts probably towards a weekend. Um, Most likely either right before a weekend or right after, so like a Monday or a Friday. Probably right after, I would think, just because then we could talk about football week, which is what's popular in right now. And then talk about Seahawks losing every week, and then you watch you slowly dip into madness week by week. And as I elate with joy after a 16-0 season (laughs) for the Cardinals. But uh, yeah, so you can look for this podcast probably starting Mondays from now on. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. If you are still listening at this point, um, we would definitely appreciate any sort of constructive criticism, stuff you liked, stuff you didn't like. We're definitely still at the start of this thing, so we're willing to adjust everything. And if you guys have any extra topics or anything that you would ever want us to talk about, um, feel free. Uh, if you have our information, you can go ahead and text us all that information. If you don't, go ahead and leave a comment in the in the comment section below, and we will respond to you and hopefully get to some of your topics or questions. Um, again, we just want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is Daniel and Jordan signing out. We out here. Sun boy! We're deleting this. No, I'm keeping that. Part. I'm keeping this last part.